This is episode 175 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we're going to be talking about productivity in a whole new way. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we've got something really special, and if you like it, I might do it again. I might actually start doing it because it makes it a whole lot easier for me to stay on track with podcasts. In fact, it makes it easier to execute doing what we did which was last week we held a live broadcast of the Fearless Launching Show over on my Facebook page. And I interviewed productivity expert, Alexis Giostra. You guys might know her because she's been on the podcast before where she was talking about launching without email. And I think you're going to love her. I think you're going to love what we talk about today because she, her focus is giving you the tools and tips and resources you need so that you can plan smarter not, and not work harder, basically. And what she has discovered, she's put some pieces together to realize that there is a whole nother layer of what productivity is. And this is especially useful for those of you who are creative entrepreneurs who get overwhelmed by planning, don't like to be stuck to a schedule. I mean, this is literally the way to get things done. I am so excited for you to hear this interview. And if you head over to ansamorelove.com forward slash 175, I'm going to also embed the live broadcast just so you can see us together because uh, we had a lot of fun. And she's here in Los Angeles for the couple weeks surrounding our birthday. Yes, we share a birthday on the 13th of March. And I think you're just going to really enjoy the conversation if you are that creative entrepreneur, if you get overwhelmed easily. If you find that you've got all these things and you just don't want to like lay everything out in the calendar all the time, but you, you still want to be building your business, you still want to be launching products, and you still want to feel good about that. So I will see you on the other side. Have a great day and enjoy this. Well, guys, welcome to the very first Fearless Launching Show live interview. Maybe this will not be, this is the first, but hopefully not the last. We'll see. Um, today, I am really excited to introduce one of my dearest friends for many reasons, which will probably be revealed in the next hour. Uh, Alexis Giostra is Hello. here with me. And the reason why I wanted Alexis to come on today is because you guys know that I talk about productivity. You know, I talk about launch planning. I'm all about planning. I'm all about doing things ahead. I'm all about actually building your launch stamina so that you can actually handle the the kind of load of work that happens when you're launching. And I thought, you know, I probably could bring an expert on in that field, a productivity expert. And really, that's what you are, Alexis, to me yeah, and to many other people. So um, if you haven't, if you haven't already listened to the podcast before, Alexis has been on before and I talk about her a lot. So if you haven't heard about her, I'm sorry. There she is. Where have you been? Living under a rock? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so in the past, I've had her on really because she does things a little bit differently. And in fact, she tries to do things that are kind of outside what you might expect. So one of the first times that we interviewed her on the podcast, she was talking about launching without email. No emails. I still don't really use them. Ah, just a launch without email. Sounds amazing, right? <laughs> So today we're going to we're going to take a little bit of a different kind of look at productivity. We know it's Friday. It's 3:30. So Alexis, welcome. 
333, Anne. 333, and it oh just my changed gosh. to 334. Well, it, we've just been hit by multiple kind of very magical numbers as we were waiting here. One of them being 313, which is our, our birthday, birthday. <laughs> which is hilarious, which I love. And so anyway, so today we're going to just dive in. We're going to talk about productivity in a completely different way. I... I challenge you to to think about a time when you've heard anybody talk about productivity, getting things done, getting more done in your business um, in this way. I don't I know I haven't heard anybody talk about this until Alexis did. So I'm super excited to, to, to jump in. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. OK, so before we get started and for people who don't know you, why don't you just give us kind of like the the rough rundown? What's your biz? Who are you? Yep. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, my name is Alexis Geostra, and I'm also known as Miss Trenchcoat all across the internet. I'm an online entrepreneur who designs and sells digital productivity tools to help you work smarter, not harder. And like Anne said, when I say work smarter, not harder, I have a little bit of a different sort of opinion of what that means. Um, so I definitely want to share with you guys some new sort of productivity philosophies that I've been working on for about, we'll say like the last year, things have really started to culminate. And I think I have a grand unified theory of productivity that I think might shock you. Yes. And yeah, I think I'm glad you brought that up. This yeah. is, this is, Alexis has been, you've been teaching about productivity. You've been providing tools through YouTube. For, for like I'm years. a YouTuber. Like that's, so if you, we didn't, I didn't mention that. Yeah. Sorry in my intro, but like, yeah, <laughs> I have a YouTube channel at like youtube.com slash Miss Trenchcoat. I have over 80,000 subscribers for like the last four years. I've been running my business full time for myself, focusing on productivity and planning. Yep. And it really is beginning to evolve. Yes. Yes. So it's not, she's not, this, this lady is not new in this world mm -hmm. at all, but what, and what's funny is that what kind of unfolded over the past year isn't really new to her either, but she kind of started putting different things together. So, yeah. Lots of light bulbs. So first on. of all, talk about last year, because last year was a transformational year for you, your business, just you personally as yep. well. It was mostly me personally. And then my business kind of it, it, there was lots of aha moments with right. that. So essentially last year I lost, I went through a journey that started a little bit in the fall of 2016. Yeah. But at the end, uh, by, you know, midway through 2017, I had lost um, just under a hundred pounds. So I like completely transformed my like physical appearance. This had been something that was like many people I've struggled with for a very long time. And it was something that I knew was I needed to work on for my for my business in a way because I knew that my weight was holding me back from manifesting certain opportunities that I knew I wanted. Um, you know, we were talking about this a little bit briefly earlier. You know, it, my weight didn't really stop me from doing anything. Like I accepted offers yeah. that I liked, and I turned down things that Absolutely. were not aligned with my brand, but. I really took most of last year off from my business and a few things happened because I was able to focus completely on myself. I had a moment, not a moment, several moments. I mean, a complete process of breaking down my identity from before, right? And building up a new identity for myself as a completely, almost like a new person. Like I say that I feel like I died last year <laughs> and there was like a new Alexis that was rose from the ashes like a phoenix. Yes. And and what I want to say, too, is that one of the things really that didn't change, though, is and I think this is why you were already excelling, you know, reaching so many people on YouTube was because you have this kind of innate sense of self. Yes. And like I definitely confidence. I, I had and so much like, confidence. Like, I mean, you like, yeah. That, that was like a thing that like, I mean, we've talked about, like, I mean, a lot of people come to me and say, like, I guess the one of the big things that people notice about me pretty quickly when you get to know me is my <laughs> high level of confidence. And even a hundred pounds ago, I still had a tremendous amount of confidence yep. in myself um, for very many reasons. It wasn't obviously based on my physical appearance necessarily, but because sometimes people are body confident, but right. I had been, I was very comfortable in myself and putting myself out there and making videos like once, twice a week. Yeah. Even though I was overweight, like significant, like a hundred pounds, it's like a significant enough amount that, you know, 
yeah, there was a, that's a big yeah. change, yeah. but I was still always very confident. Um, and so it was, yeah, just like a really big change for me because I took a step back in order to achieve such a big thing, like a big transformation. Um, I felt the need to take a step back. Yeah, no. So once you took that step back and I think really the step back really was just, I need to focus completely on this for this to happen for me. This mm -hmm. is something you want. But what were some of the things that you were thinking in your, you're like thinking about in terms of why you were even, you know, trying to, or you were pursuing that whole transformation last year? Why? So for me, I mean, you know, I feel like anyone who's carried around a lot of weight, right? It's, it's always like on the to-do list, right? Like I'm going to lose the weight. Um, but I really was starting to feel stagnant with my business, even though my business was, by all means successful, it was doing what it needed to do. I'm someone who maybe because, you know, just the way I am, I have, I like, I like to change things up. I like to kind of push the limits and like see where things can go. And, you know, being in the online business world has always been a little bit interesting for me. Like, you know, like I do things differently. And because of that, I feel like I don't know where I was going with that thought, but I feel like I was, I, because of that, I felt like I, um, I never like, felt like I, like maybe I didn't feel like I belonged. We would say like, not that I didn't belong, but it took me really, a while. You really to, felt like you were like this secret. Like, yes. you're like, well, yeah, you're like, say, I know what, I know what's going on. I get yeah. these things, you know, but like you still kind of felt like a secret. Yeah. I did feel like a secret. Like I wasn't, I was doing things, not the way everyone did it, but I was clearly doing them right. That my business was being successful. And mm -hmm. we have not mentioned my business is a majority passive right. income. So it's not even like I'm doing lots of things to affect my income. It's a few things that I would do um, like bulk work and yeah. put things out regularly and just stay consistent. But it wasn't, it's not something where I was having to work like day in and day out. I had a very leisurely sort of schedule, but <laughs> I think because I kind of came into the online, this sort of sphere in a really roundabout way, it took me a few years you know, to realize like, you know what, you really know a lot, yeah. right? Like you yeah. always told me that. And I was like, yeah. me, are you sure? Yeah. Like, you know, so it took me a little while to like have this sense of confidence that I did really know what I was doing. And I yes. felt like once that piece fell into place that I'm like, you know what, I really have more to say. Like right. people really, like, I should say in the, in the most non-condescending way possible, <laughs> uh, people, re more people need to hear what I have to say. Like I have information <laughs> you do. need to know. They like really that's the do. thing, right? So they really do. for this year, you know, after I lost the weight, like, I guess, you know, I'm not going to say that I lost the weight in order to change my business or anything like that. I wanted to obviously do it first and foremost for myself, but I knew that something that was always kind of looming in under my, you know, the umbrella of my life, it was like, you are kind of meant to share your story and share like a deeper work with people. And I knew that my weight was holding me back from doing things like public speaking. I did do events, but it wasn't something I was actively looking to do. Like right. it wasn't something like I was putting effort into. You're like, if this happens and, and if it happens and I, I had opportunities, you know, and I had yeah. had a few opportunities to go and speak and got flown out to do conference things, but it wasn't anything like I was pursuing it as a means of my business. Right. But I knew that in order for me to take the next step with and to this have message, more of those opportunities. Yeah. And it, it's not even, it wasn't even for the opportunities. It's really more in my mind. It's really like I see a tremendous need in the world for the philosophy that I use. I mean, I'm, I've been someone who, since I was younger, have always been a, like a, a high achiever, mm -hmm. but always also incredibly lazy. And mm -hmm. people don't understand how, like, how could you say you're lazy if you're so successful? Like you clearly do a right. lot of work. I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> this isn't even hacking the system sort of stuff. Like, you know, like with, uh, this you is might legit. think of with productivity. <laughs> it's like legit. Like if you were like, you know, my business, is charmed media like strange and charmed is my blog like if there was anyone living a charmed life where minimum effort was getting you maximum amounts of results it was me and i'm like you know what other people really need to know how like that i that it wasn't just me it's not right. just me it's something that i maybe learned along the way and it was something it was like a mindset that i've had but I, it took me until like last year and even into this year to really understand, oh, wait, there's kind of a science behind this. Like this Absolutely. is something I can teach people to be more like me in the way that I'm kind of approaching productivity and approaching my success 
that it can actually make people less stressed out, like yeah. so many positive results. And, and, and honestly, I feel like you really have shown your approach to doing that, but in a very kind of straightforward way that people would expect. Yes. You I mean, know, absolutely. in the planner community, like showing like how, how you get things done, yep. how you plan projects, all that. But there is something, and that's why we're talking about this on a Friday. Yes. At the very end of the day for most of us, because there is something more than just that. Yes. And in it's it's something where you bring together manifestation yep. and productivity. productivity. And really, it's always been there. It's always been there. But it's not. And, and guys, this is the reason why I wanted to talk to you about it is because lately I've noticed a lot of people coming into my world who are highly creative, who don't necessarily like to plan in the normal way. And... And I think there, this is that opportunity to really embrace planning in a different and productivity in a different way. Yes. And what you want to achieve. Yes. So, so tell us a little bit about that, about that approach. Yeah. So we're, both those we're going to call this approach alchemy. Okay. Productivity alchemy. Um, and I know the world word alchemy has like, you know, to say I'm an alchemist. Like this is now my new job title, Alexis, Miss Trenchcoat, the alchemist. But that <laughs> is, I know it's a weird word to use because it probably invokes a lot of people thinking of like old men in robes and like medieval laboratories, you know, like looking for sciencey things like early <laughs> chemistry. Right. But, um, really when you think about what alchemy is, alchemy is, um, the pursuit of the trans, you know, transformation of matter and energy into matter. So my whole job for like the last four years has been my search for finding ways and strategies and helping people to transmute energy into matter, helping people take ideas out of the 5D, the fifth dimension, which is like the spirit plane where ideas and dreams live, right? And from out of the 5D, we bring it into the 3D, which is our physical reality. That is exactly what productivity is about. It's about affecting results. And for me, like affecting results in a big way, not just like a little project here or there, like making large things in your life, big things in your life, not even, yes, to some extent, major transformations, but also just, you know, I've been someone who has been manifesting this life of mine for a long time. And I was very specific when I started my business that this was going to be majority passive. Like it was never allowed to not be a majority passive. And taking all that time last year and seeing and literally stopping doing things like blogging that I thought were like so important for my business, even in the minimal amount of things that I was already doing, stopping to blogging full like fully and stepping away from my business and launching next to nothing in a year and making like, oh, like a quarter maybe of the amount of videos I would normally make in a year. Like, and my business only dipped a little bit. Like yeah. it didn't completely go away, it dipped but only a little bit, like it was still there. It was still a full-time income for me, like going from working like, you know, 16 hour days, like every day mm -hmm. to like, and not to say that, like, and obviously like, because my business was mostly passive, it wasn't 16 hours straight, but it was a lot of me sitting around thinking about my business. Yeah. Whereas last year was like, what's my business? Huh? Like I have something I'm supposed to be doing. You mean that money doesn't just magically appear in my <laughs> bank account? You know? So like, it was like really like it stopped having a place in my head for a majority of last year. Yeah. And, and, and also I do want to say, you know, obviously that when you have a passive business, there is going to be a period of active time yes. when you're creating things that then you'll be able, that will be able to sustain you. Yes. But if you're you know? organized about it, you yeah. can bulk like the way I would do it, bulk things right. so that it was like, I was working for like a short period of time, like sprinting in a way, yes. right. On projects yep. and then living off the residual for whatever period of time. Right. And stuff like that. So that's like, you know, it's not, nothing is truly passive. You don't just like magically right. get things, you know, unless you won the lottery and you got that like thousand dollars a week for life. But, you know, that's totally different. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but that's totally different. Totally different. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. This is alchemy. Like, this is alchemy. And the big aha moment that I had was that I had been teaching a very traditional form of productivity um, that was really stemmed from, you know, if you think about like the most classic productivity books, 
of like the eighties, like getting things done, like David Allen. And we've got like, four, Stephen, six, you know, yeah, seven habits, oh, of seven highly, habits. habits of highly effective people. I'm thinking by of the Stephen four Covey. quadrants. It's yes. That, well, that's part of his. Yeah. Those four no, quadrants thing is part of his. Book. Yeah. But that's not the name of the book. Yeah. So these are, these were very big productivity books that were always within the conversation of a personal development or B business. So like you probably saw those, you know, if you worked at a corporate place, like I know my boss, had them on her bookshelves, like right. in my corporate mm -hmm. nine to five, like they were there. And these were books that, okay, I read them in high school because I was that girl, but, um, <laughs> but that was, um, cause I would, that's something that like, productivity has been something that's been on my mind for a long time. Because like for I sure. said, as a child, like I, a lazy B want success. I don't want to have to do the work. So like what, to me, it was like studying productivity to understand how to make things happen with the least amount of effort. Absolutely. And yeah. so that was what I was teaching to people, specifically women within my community. So the thing that I had, the, the, the gap I thought I was filling at the time for like the last four years was that I thought I was the woman who was interpreting these male business books and giving applicable lessons to working moms, like, you know, people who have like women who are wearing multiple hats where like the productivity yep. is totally different for women than it is for men. This is all I, I believe this has to do with societal expectations of women that, you know, now we can we have to raise the kids and have the, you know, and have the job and be the PTA parent and like the school mom and do the church stuff and help our extended family and all the things. So, you know, women have a very different sort of very more community based sort of, I guess, like priority list. Right. right. Is really right. what it is. And. It's been that way for a very long time for women. And it's just like now we're getting to this place where I feel like a lot of women are incredibly overwhelmed um, because they're taking on so much. And so these books by like David Allen, like God love you, David Allen. But please try explaining to a woman who has like a kid, a job, a husband, like does church stuff, like how to simplify into one inbox. Like his, yeah. these, these were things that were business to do and how to prioritize and how really. to prioritize how to like focus business. on one how to make one move when you've got to like try to make all of them jump juggle exactly but like moms you know are juggling their job <laughs> and the ticket and moms, moms like this moms like, like this. here is an example of a mom in the wild she is working but where is her child <laughs> <laughs> at home with daddy we know we know where she is don't worry um <laughs> But you know that's the but kind of thing. But don't troll us if you're watching. But you Sorry. know that's like that's like. But that's basically you know I yeah. think that that's a humorous moment. But you know it yeah. is the way that the world works. Is that the yeah. woman? It's not the dad that's like, "Where's your kid?" It's the mom that's like, "Where's your Where's your kid at?" You know what I mean? Like you don't ask the dad that. So you know David Allen has this great approach, and it really does work. But it only works in certain senses. So I was translating this very businessy sort of philosophy to people who were, you know, ask a mom, like, how do I prioritize between my job that if I miss a day at work, it's going to be like a single mom, like I could lose my job or do I go, do I stay home with my kid who's sick? Like, these are not the sorts of things that are brought up in books with, you know, by Stephen Covey and David Allen, right. unfortunately. So I saw myself as being the person who was translating that for women in right. a way that was way making, more approachable. Making what you knew was maybe a work, like different working systems yep. work for somebody else. Yes, exactly. In a different situation. Yes, yeah. making that information accept, accessible. But really what I've really come to find through just my own life um, and my own, like it's to me, it's like not a coincidence that this happened because I'm someone who has been obsessed with, metaphysical sort of things quantum me theory too, actually and it's not even like for me it's not even i, I mean it, it, this is not a weird conversation to so know it's not knowing what i was doing through junior high and high school i mean i was hypnosis astral projection manifestation well, I'm not even told, so that's all like, of that stuff but no but so I that's was like, like metaphysics already, stuff too like that's like the alternative see like we're like and that's still that is still part of it too because this is what i'm into too but even like I was also into like the quantum theory yeah. of, you know, why is it that, you know, our solar system, the way that it's, you know, we've got like a sun and all these planets that go around. Why is it that when you get into human beings, right, our smallest pieces that make us up on the quantum level that we actually can't even see, we only have like these theoretical models of them look exactly the same. We've got a nucleus that has, you know, has uh, neutrons and protons in the center and around it are these electrons that are moving around very similar to the solar system. So this concept of like as above, so below, to me, it was like, there's right. so many, like 
like for me, and especially I'm someone who grew up going to parochial schools, like I have a very strong, like a religious, I would say, you know, I know a lot about a lot of comparative religion. Um, Not to say that I'm necessarily particularly religious, but I was very aware of it. And it's definitely something that was in my psyche. Right. So merging a lot of these ideas, everything just to me, like it starts folding together and overlapping. And Last year, I just kind of went on this path that was literally like manifested for me. Yeah. I mean, like you are a case study of your process. My own process. So this, you know, I started, I was basically accidentally, accidentally led through, you know, manifested <laughs> into um, law of attraction, which I felt like I thought I knew about because of the secret, you know, mm-hmm. like I think that's like the most streamlined version. Um, but then I got into reading law of attraction and then, you know, I love law of attraction. I think if anyone is really familiar with law of attraction, the secret, you either have one of two opinions is that you either think it's great and you're like, it's awesome. I want to try to do it. Or you're like, someone's like, what? Oh, it's problematic. Like it unfortunately brings up, although it brings up a lot of interesting solutions. It also right. brings up a lot of questions that people are uncomfortable with. And so for me and like my mind, it's like, okay, I know that this is, has the truth in it. Like I know the truth is there, but I need to understand more right. about what, like how this all works. And Yes, there's even behind the secret is law of attraction. Behind law of attraction, there's even more things like these hermetic principles that are ancient, like sort of wisdom that to me, it's like, oh, geez, Louise, like when I read that, you know, when I read about those, it was like, this is the missing piece for me. Like, this is the light bulb moment where now I can see how everything connects, even if I don't have all of the answers to every question. It's so much more illumination. So for me, basically what I learned was, okay, we have these traditional productivity books that were written by men for, let's be honest, white collar working men who work in a corporate field. Um, And yes, you could apply it to women as well because it's just this business concepts. But then we have uh, this idea through these hermetic principles of the principle of gender, that everything in the world has a gender. And I'm not talking about sexuality or, you know, your physical body parts. I'm talking about gender as in a conversation of the transactional nature of the world in general, that there's always a giver, there's always a receiver. There's always a masculine active energy, and there's always a passive receiving energy. And so what I really started to see when I was like really diving deep into, you know, the process of like, if you had to put like a process together for what law of attraction is, it's like, okay, how do I do it? What's the steps, right? If you had to step one, step two, step three, step four, it paralleled perfectly with my productivity methods that I was already teaching. But one of them, the traditional approach I was taking was active execution-based Right. And then one of them, which would be masculine in gender. And the other one was this law of attraction, passive, literally think it and you it will be brought to you. So once I found that sort of parallel, it's just like, okay. I mean, and there's like so it's like so much. There's like so much. So bring us through then like like the case study that we were talking about, like something like last fall when you started thinking about some stuff. Okay, so yeah, so how we got to yeah. me being here today, yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. So how I got here today? How did how she got here? Beside a plane, uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> two planes and yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah it was that's true. Long <laughs> story. Um, anyway, so essentially, what happened was once I lost the weight at the end of the summer, basically, I decided after like this period of stagnation, like spent most of the year off, that I really felt like it was perhaps, and especially because I've been working through a lot of this theoretical sort of these ideas on these principles for productivity. So in October, I had a meeting with a girlfriend and we were talking about all of this stuff and she was totally on the same page without me. And I had said, you know, I really think that I need to come step out on a bigger way. Like I need to become a thought leader for these ideas um, because, and I guess I should say the reason too, yeah. what's the reason is like I said, women are so overwhelmed. And I feel like the women in my community that I've talked to, like dozens upon dozens of women who are like, I have so many obligations and I'm feeling so overwhelmed and I'm putting and everyone else tired. first and they're tired and they're they're the last obligation on their list. And it's like, no wonder they're not making progress on their big picture goals. They're not focused against them. And right. for me, it's like, well, if we have this masculine way of doing things and then we have this feminine way and I've been someone who has been a case study my whole life for this feminine principle of right. just doing a little bit like and then, I, and then letting the rest just come to you like literally out of complete laziness. Like when I say this, 
this is like something I stumbled on out of complete laziness, you guys. Like to me, the I liken this idea to like being like a chess grandmaster playing a novice. They should be able to win a chess match in like two or three moves against a novice. You know what I mean? Like chess, like moving a few things and you win. And that was what I wanted out of life because <laughs> I'm so lazy. I only want to make a few moves and oh then God. I want to win. Like that's it. So um and all I do is win, right? All I do is win, <laughs> win, win. That's like my theme song. DJ Khaled wrote it for me. He doesn't know he did, but you know, time he isn't did. linear. So He'll find out soon. Yeah. So um, he, uh, yeah, he. He'll <laughs> DJ find Khaled. out soon. Um, so yeah. So um, where was I going? I just lost my train of thought. It happens oh all the time when goodness. you have seven thousand trains running. So you know, I I was a case study for this own yes. the fact that this feminine ideal of like, manifesting. So I put it out to my girlfriend and I'd said, you know, this is the year I think I'm going to maybe have to speak in 2018. I think that's how I'm going to come out and be a thought leader so that I could share this information with women who are really overwhelmed and need to know. And this is the point that we just got off of. Yes. Is that they need to know <laughs> that there's a way that they can make very few moves and get to. And everything can still come. And everything will still come to you. And I know a lot of people are thinking that might be crazy, but here's a really great example off the cuff, like the Pareto principle. You may have heard of the 80-20 rule, especially if you're someone who works in business or marketing or something like that. It states that 80% of your net result only comes from 20% of your actions. So here, take an example of me cutting my blog out. Like I was blogging three yeah. days a week until 2017 and I stopped blogging. And guess what? My income didn't change. So I thought blogging was important for my business and maybe mm -hmm. on some level it was, but it wasn't directly affecting my sales. So if right. I did not have to write a blog post one day because I was feeling overwhelmed, guess what? It wasn't affecting my end result. Like it wasn't affecting my yeah, my you no line. longer had to like kind of no. push that so, or hustle that. Exactly. In order, in and that was one of the reasons in. I was able to like really significantly cut back on work is because I like I was knocking things off. I'm like, let's not do this anymore. Yeah. Oh, it didn't do anything. Oh, that's why knock this off. So it was like, so really, when you think about it, only 20% of the things that you even have on your to-do list are actually absolutely necessary to get an 80% result, which yeah. I say is like an 80 is like a B on a test. Well, that's why, honestly, I still think that that's why the top three is always a great yes. way to go because it's like three things. Three things. Three if you things just today. do three things, but you make sure that the right three things, yeah. you will move things leaps and bounds. Right. We, we, as humans, all of us do it, men, women, everybody. When, but I think women do it heavily because we have a feel like there's a lot of expectations that and we need just, to meet. I think women and we're also perfect. Yeah, we're yeah, maybe like very highly perfectionist about yeah. things. So it's like you feel like in order to do a project, you have to do this, that. Like let's throw it all in. Like throw all the spaghetti so at the wall, see what sticks. We do all the things. All, all the things, and you yeah. feel like the pressure of like, oh, this person's doing that, so I need to do it a little bit of the keeping up with the Joneses inside and outside of business context. You know. Yep. So this idea of being able to do only a few things and getting the exact same result is something that women really need to start embracing um, because it is, I don't know, the gift of our gender, um, you know, is that we are allowed, this is where we're allowed to have, like we're allowed to just ask, do, ask for things, make a few little moves and let things, and wait to let things come to us. So, you know, in October, I made this statement and to, then I, to my friend that I was going to start uh, speaking in 20, I wanted to look for more speaking opportunities yep. in 2018. And later that day, a very major company that you've heard of, but I'm not going to name them, emailed me um, and asked me if I if I was available to do workshops for them. They're like, can I fl can we fly you out to our, like our headquarters, and <laughs> you can you like do a workshop for this group of you know this group? And you know I got back to them, you know like yes, this is what I'm looking for. But I, the point, uh, and it doesn't matter where this is going. The point is, is that the day I said it out loud. To someone else that happened that happened so i got yeah. my immediate response from the universe which was yes this is the direction you must go alexis and then so i'm like that, oh like, good okay so then from there didn't even do it didn't do a darn thing until that was october till december when i'm on a phone call with this boo over here and she's telling me about i'm telling her about this she's telling me about her fearless launching her cheat that was in january and she says well, come, come do a workshop. I'm bringing people in to do a workshop. Come do a workshop. Fly to LA, do a workshop. So I, I'm like, okay, okay. On, like, on the call with her, she was like, wait, did that just happen? Like, <laughs> I think you had whiplash for how fast that moved. You know, like, I was like, guess I'm going to have to do it now. now. Yeah, I know. It was like, well, Alexis is coming. It all has to come together. It's happening now. So um, I go to, then again, still making zero moves, have done nothing else for my public speaking -y thing. This a goal, right? Wait till January, go see her. 
And then at the event, um, just as a matter of chance, I'm seated next. I'm not seated next to her. I was there first and she was late. Yeah. And a girl (laughs) sits next to me. And then Anne is putting people into groups because not only did I present, I also participated, of course. Yeah. And she puts us into groups. And our, uh, our objective was we had to come up with a question that we wanted to have answered by the end of the weekend and shared it with your group member, you know, to like help with the brainstorming and putting it out there, manifesting. And by the end of the weekend, my group member offered to make a documentary about me because she is a independent female filmmaker named Alexia Anastasio, who's internationally (laughs) celebrated work has been shown Berlin cans. You can watch it on Amazon prime. So this was her solution for me. My question being, how do I step up as a thought leader into right. the 2018? And she was like, well, we're going to do, a, we're going to do a documentary about you. Duh. So, and, and that's why I'm here right now for the production of the documentary. Yeah. I'm still, stunned. we're still don't know. I it's still, like literally so few movies. But I don't think we need to question it. I think no, that we don't. would be very much like, no, because everything just, as well yes, correct. Is, I don't even need to bother. It's everything is just kind of fallen into place. Right. And you've played a role like everyone's played a role, like multiple people at that event from January are playing a role in this narrative, actually. Right. It's kind of nuts. It's like, and they're coming back here this, they're coming back here this weekend and we're doing an event this weekend. And I'm the, I'm in a press junket day today. And is interview number 756. Like, like I've been since I landed yesterday, (laughs) just been doing interviews with people to get the message out. I've been doing interviews for the last few weeks. Um, and we're doing events and we're spreading the good news of this theory. So let's go back to the theory then. Okay. Okay. Cause I want to, I want to ask you like, give us, um, maybe like after, after we're done here, Mm -hmm. if anybody who's here live has a situation or something that they're, you know, they're trying to figure out whether it's like a launch that's coming up or whatever, whether it's a a plan they want to make something that they want to manifest, something they want to bring into their life, something, some outcome you want. It doesn't matter what it is. What do you want to call it? Mm-hmm. You want to What's a scenario that okay. we could go through? Like, like I'm, I'm trying to process? think, yeah, like I'm trying to think of like a. Well, first of all, before we say this, yeah, we've got a good amount of viewers on, but if you're watching right now and you want, you want to hear this next part, hit that share button and share this on your page. If you have a Facebook page or if you have a business page, share this because this is, we're getting deep now. You're obviously, you wait, you've been, you've been getting deep. We're getting deep. We're 30 minutes in, you're watching. Yeah. Something I'm saying is resonating with you. So let's do some manifestation together, some co-creating together. Share it on your page, okay? And like, make sure you give it a like. Because because then that will actually help people just come come in in. without us And this is exactly, that is another perfect example of manifestation asking for help from other people like, Hey, just share this. I didn't ask you to do anything crazy. I asked you to hit a button by the way, you know, like that's all you have to do. There's, there is another thing that Alexia said during the event. What was that? Share your goals with everyone. Oh yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah. Alexia shares her goals, with which everyone. is, I think why that's talking connected. about it. Yes. Because, and that was like, you know, had she not sat next to me, had you not paired me, there was like a moment actually at the <laughs> retreat. I still love this. It's like, and it's like the crossroads of my life. I was between two groups and I was like an odd and I was like, I could turn to the left and be in one group or I could turn to the right. And then Anne was like, yeah, just go to the right. (laughs) And then, but if I had gone left, I wouldn't be here right now. Most likely, you know what I mean? Like I most likely wouldn't be here right now. You're right. You're absolutely right. So thank you, Julie, Ruth, Julie, for sharing my sister. Oh, that's your sister. Yes. Oh, hi, Julie. I'm Miss Trenchcoat. Your mom knows me as Miss Trenchcoat. Hey, Julie, happy birthday. I know it was your birthday oh. this week. Hopefully, I'm She's a message. Pisces, too? Oh, yeah, girl. My daughter's a Pisces. Everybody's My Pisces. My sister's Pisces. This girl's a Pisces. Pisces, yeah. Yep. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So, we are now sharing so that we can manifest more people into this because we. this is literally like game-changing like information. People need this, especially women. Because we're not going to be a secret. You don't need this to be a secret, really. No, it doesn't need anymore. to be a secret. I don't care. Like, for me, it's like... I'm doing you a favor. You're welcome. You know what I mean? I'm about to tell you how I became successful without doing very much. So, 
I hope that didn't come off as condescending. <laughs> Anybody who's watching who knows me, like knows that I'm just trying to be like the biggest comedian right now. Um, because why? It ri raises your vibration. And that's yes. step number one. That really is like, so, well, step number two. We're going to say step number one is what Anne said before. You set an intention for something that you want to achieve. Okay. You're setting an intention. So maybe write it down right now. If you're Give me an listening. example of something you might not, that maybe it's necessarily personal to you, but like what? Here, we'll do an example for me. I okay. am launching on Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, we're launching a Kickstarter campaign because Alexia is an independent female filmmaker. There's not enough of those That's in the perfect. world. So there is, uh, we are doing a Kickstarter campaign to fund our project so that okay. we can actually, she can fly out, film everybody. You know, we're doing a little bit of that work here over here, but it's going to take, you know, a couple of months and we're hiring crew and things like that to edit this because we're actually manifesting for this to become an Oscar winner in 2020 um, for the best feature documentary. Okay. So make sure you watch in 2020, the Oscars as we win, you'll see me. <laughs> um, so I, we have this, uh, something I'm trying to manifest for is the successful funding, right? So right. we want this to be funded successfully. It's going to be about a month long campaign, which is why we're doing a lot of, you know, different press events and things like that. So you have this result. Um, I'm going to go with, we actually want to beat this goal. We want it to be like 10 times as much really. Like okay. we have a very, we have a very modest goal, but we're hoping, you know, a five figure goal, we're hoping to hit a six figure goal. So that is our intention to have this like really get funded fully to be like enough, like enough money that we can pay for everything we need to get this information out. This like full philosophy, all the science, all the woo woo that like people don't believe in because they don't think it's real, but you guys, science backs it up. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Yeah. So number step number one is to actually like own it, like own that intention, what it is that you're trying to do. Number two is to raise your vibration about it. So this is what I'm saying. I insert humor whenever possible mm -hmm. because humor raises your, vibration. raises your vibration. It's like if you're laughing, your vibration is higher. You are like a happier person. You are less stressed out. You're not being bogged down. You're not low. So raising your vibration and the way that you do this, like traditionally through, you know, law of attraction, this shouldn't be new if anybody knows law of attraction. I'm not reinventing the wheel with this one here is, you know, you want to think about what it's going to be like when you hit the goal, when yeah. you hit it, when, when, not if, when. So you want to keep yourself in this mindset of like, oh, I'm going to do like, so I'm right now we're like, like I said, we're, we're like, what dresses are we wearing to the Oscars? Like, you know, like we are literally future writing um, this entire to experience max. to the max. It's like, okay, which, you know, famous actors are we, that are, you know, also people who practice law of attraction, are we going to be talking to, you know, cause yeah. we need to talk to like Jay-Z for example, like, right. must watch. So if anyone's watching this has some sort of connection to Jay-Z, let him know that I do know that he is a master law of attraction person. I saw him on Van Jones when he did that thing. And he knows what I'm talking about, what he did when he stopped Van Jones from trying to lower the vibration he is a master. Okay. I would love to talk to him about law of attraction for this thing. So that's what I'm saying. We are future writing. We're like, okay, Jay-Z is going to get involved. You know, we're going to have like, Oprah's going to want to be involved with this too. You know, we're just, we're just talking as though it's already happened. Like we already can project exactly what's going to happen. Right. So and for everybody's different scenario, it's going to be different, but you are living in that moment. And then you're like owning that feeling, right? right. It's like, how amazing would you feel when, you know, that launch that you want hits a hundred thousand. You right. know what I mean? Like exactly. you, you hit your, you didn't hit just hit your good. You hit your best. You know, how are you right. going to feel when that happens? Exactly. So you, and the big thing here is that you want to, you need to be able to keep that um, vibration high as much as you can. So this is where frequency comes in. So this is like the quantum mechanics of it all. So there's yeah. vibration, everything vibrates. This is a hermetic principle. Everything vibrates, right? We all inside of that same quantum level have the nucleus with the protons and the neutrons with the electrons going around. So everybody's moving, right? Everyone's vibrating. That's why there, there's a law of attraction because when it comes to vibration, like does attract like when that's it comes right. to vibration. That's how magnets work, essentially. They have right. like the interchangeable waves, right? So they suck together. So when you bring in, when you keep your vibration high and your mind is on that idea, right? And you don't have to keep the idea a ton. Like you don't, you have yeah. to think about all day long, but it's like you want to increase the frequency. So like maybe you set an alarm, right? Maybe I'll set an alarm on my phone for like, a few times a day that's like meditate for five minutes to get right. yourself into the vibration. Right. Um, and so, there are definitely other tools, tools and yeah. things out there yeah. that you can use to just get your vibration high. Love, the yeah. Vibration we love high. the 528 sulfagio frequencies. If you go into YouTube and Google 528 Hertz frequency, you can find meditation music 
that is wonderful for that, getting yeah. you in tune with like the natural vibration of the world. Like that's yeah. what the 528 is. And honestly, I, I really think that, you know, changing, increasing, you know, lifting your vibration is as good as what makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. What makes you feel good? Yeah. If it's laughing, great. Now, I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I, I love music. music. For me, it's music. Like For I have a playlist. It's called Kick Ass. The S's are dollar signs. Yeah. Okay. So I listen to this music and it totally pumps me up. And all, while I'm doing this, like I usually play it while I'm getting ready in the morning, like yeah. doing my makeup so and my notice, hair. It's in the background. It's in the, that's, I mean, not just in the background. I'm like, like blast, I am blasting in headphones, like okay. let's be honest, and dancing around my house. But are you so thinking for me, in that, that moment? Are you like, oh, in that moment, I am actually. Are you like, I am. Okay. I actually, well, when that music's playing, all I can think, I mean, what else can you think of when like DJ Khaled comes on and is like, all I do is win, win, win. I'm like, yes, all I do is win. Like, you know, it's like, it's, <laughs> you know, it's it. it, right? So I've got my like happy music that like gets me in the zone, you know, mm -hmm. like Bodak Yellow. You can't mess with this if you wanted to, okay? <laughs> like, like whatever makes you feel like super duper empowered. And it reminds me of like, you know, I have to stay in a high vibe. And as long as I'm in a high vibe, I'm always yeah. attracting the good things that I need for my goals. Now, I don't have to be thinking about my goal. That's the thing. I don't have to yeah. be thinking exactly like focused on, ooh, I wonder if we're going to hit like 100,000 on the Kickstarter. I wonder if we're going to hit the thing. You don't, in fact, if you just think about it, maybe just like once a day in the morning, like you just tell the universe like, hey, by the way, I'm keeping you accountable, universe. I still want that, uh, I still want that 100K launch, right? Yeah. You just every day and then you keep your vibe up as as much as you can and then guess what the universe is going to deliver it to you and when you do other things like you said before like alexia was talking about she shares the information with other people like tells everybody like since the moment we walked the moment i landed in la it's been like oh what are you here for business yeah we're making a movie we're making a documentary about me yeah actually me yeah i'm a father i'm an alchemist i know <laughs> so you know you tell everybody you know and and it's you know and you really do have to watch the words that you use yeah, because I think a lot of times people, when they are trying to manifest, they focus on like what they don't have or they don't have it yet. Um, and you really you want to like focus on that it already happened. Like I said, we won the Oscar right. for best documentary in 2020. It already happened. Like you know what I'm saying? It's done. Okay. Signed, sealed, delivered. So what comes next? It like comes as to far you. as like comes to you. No, as far oh. as like when when you're putting when you're putting your goals out there when mm -hmm. you're keeping your vibration high, you get support from other people oh yeah out of nowhere out like of almost, nowhere almost out of nowhere out of nowhere someone tells you that they're going to you know out of nowhere i tell Anne, i think i want to start public speaking and Anne goes you know what you should speak at my event you should speak at my event that i'm only like half having and i you signed on 100 percent. she's like well alexa's coming i gotta do it for sure this is happening it's gotta happen so that we both in that instance we co-created Right. Because I helped you make that event, which was a success, and now right. you're going to have more. Well, I just kept saying it's ha it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's happening. It was happening out in the world, and I made that public declaration. Yeah. And I think that that was an important piece to it that lit the fire so under you your really touch to get it done. With yeah, me exactly. To make that happen. So you gave so me part you. of this, and I gave you part of this. <laughs> so See, this you. is how it works. <laughs> Pisces were two fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so then I and literally like, again, didn't do a darn thing until I get to your about yeah. anything. It wasn't like I was I wasn't sending out inquiry emails or anything like that. Like, yeah. And I'm never honestly, you guys, I'm never going to. OK, like <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And well, no, one of the reasons why I'm not going to have to do it is because, number one, I've got Alexia who's literally doing like full PR for me for the movie. Like she's my publicist at this point. Like she's just like Alexis. You're scheduled at three thirty with Anne. Five o'clock with this person. Seven o'clock with this person. Like she's gotten me on. I've done like ten times the amount of interviews in this like last thirty days <laughs> I know, than I've amazing. ever done. It's amazing. Like it's kind of it's nuts. And it's, I'm not even doing it. Someone else is doing it for me. Which is another principle of the of the gender of femininity, right? Is letting other people help you. Yeah. Letting other people like if you're blocked off to like, I don't want other people to help me. And that's exactly where I was too. That was another thing. We didn't even talk about that. Like right. mentally in my head, I was someone who always felt like I couldn't rely on anybody because of like the way I had grown up that like I had to do everything myself. Yeah. I wasn't gonna do a lot, but I was gonna, you know, have to do it myself. And so that's I had a hard time accepting help from people I and may be when, blocking something. I'm just going to tell you right now, I may be blocking that help because I am still constantly saying like, I can do it myself. I can do yeah. this myself. Don't I mean, say I mean, that. If someone okay. else is, if someone is coming to you and especially if someone's offering you help, right? Accept it. I mean, unless you have like a reason to not feel like the person's going to do it right. Like you're like, Oh no, this person always makes a disaster. Then yeah, politely decline. But if someone who reasonably has 
an expectation of you'll be able to trust this, you know, the person could do it. You just have to let go of your ego and let them do it. Don't block it because the universe is watching like Santa Claus. It knows if you be blocking. So, cause I know behind the scenes and I yeah. know, and I know that there, there is work happening. So it's not yeah. just like, okay, this is happening. And then nothing, but it's like, happen. I'm not, but, it was like, am I but you're sending, actually more just going along I'm, for the ride. I'm on the ride. It's I'm in the flow. You're like, well, I'm, I'm literally someone else is arranging everything for me. If you right. think about someone who wants to be out and be a public speaker, right? Mm -hmm. You think normally you would again, send inquiry letters, send out, you know, create like whatever, create, like templates and stuff like that. Stuff I don't right. have it. Like, yeah. like literally I put it out there and someone else is delivering it to me and people are like, Oh, well you just like are a special case. Well, no, like no, not this really. has been my entire life. People handing me things like, and <laughs> you came to me. <laughs> I did. And this like, that you guys know, because if you're watching this, you're probably in fearless launching or someone who wants to aspire to be in fearless launching or one of her programs. And you found Anne and you're like, oh, this woman has a lot of information that's really knowledgeable and I'm going to join her course. That's not what happened with me. You literally emailed me and said, hey, I like what you're doing. Do yeah. you want to come work with me? Yeah. And I was like, OK, yeah, sure. Yeah. And you taught me like, you know, how to like solidify the you know, the things that are the weird ways that I was launching without email. And you're like, so these are the things and you're doing it. And I'm like, oh, this is real. And she's like, yeah, it's real. Yeah. You're, you didn't just make something up. Like, it's a real thing. You've stumbled upon it. Oh my so that's, you know, well, I mean, I will say that my own story of this was like, if I'm talking about the parallel track mm -hmm. of creating that event, um, the other thing was for that event, I was the late, I honestly, if you're here and you went to that event, I was worried about the event, but I didn't really do a ton besides find an amazing space. Yeah, we didn't and even constantly take a thinking, Honestly, I, I was thinking the whole time there, like when I was driving to the event, I just want to be with these people and like give them a great experience, bring them together, bring some of my favorite people together. And that was it. And I actually feel like I achieved that without even... Yeah. You weren't, much. you weren't given lots of speeches. You like set the tone no, for the day and you're like, the go forth, go forth. You made sure that the, you made sure that the, that the, the digital people who were, you know, watching, like, let me open this up, this zoom. Here you go. That's it. And you're like, I'll sit here. It. Go through me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What is this? Someone is sharing ah. a film festival. Oh, cool. Awesome. Oh my God. Alexia, take note. Alexia. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So yeah. So the way you talk about your goal, very important. The way you allow other people in. Um, and I'm trying to think so if thinking about that, that end outcome. Like don't, like don't obsess about it. Just be like, it's going to come. I don't even have to do very much to it. Right. Like, so think of something right now that you want. Maybe you kind of talk them through it. Like, like me? Yeah. You talk okay, I it. Okay. I want right no, now. No, no oh, talk, talk to them. I'm talking talk to them. To, oh, okay. Am I talking to them? I guess so. They're them. They're that blue, the green dot. That's them. <laughs> yes. I see you guys. Yes. Like guide them it through easy, kind of coming up with that green. thing that they, that they want to do. Like, okay. The thing, what is the thing that they want to the, do? What is the thing you want? And write that down. What is the thing, then what I would say, my question for you on that then is we're helping them decide what it is, right? Yeah. What is the thing that you are always talking about maybe in like a negative way or like in a theoretical way, right? The thing that like you can never really get over. Like it's like, and anytime someone else is doing that thing, you have some things to say about it. <laughs> okay. But you ain't taking any steps towards it. Like, yeah. Right. So like, there's a difference between it not being your cup of tea and you don't care and you secretly wanting it. And you just don't want to admit it because you've got some sort of upper limit problem or some sort of blockage somewhere. So I would say, what is the thing that you keep thinking about dwelling, on? dwelling on? I would also say asking other people that you either work with or are friends or close to like what it is that you really want. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, for years, I'll say for like the speaking thing, right. It was like, yeah, if I get, if I get them, I'll do it, but yeah. I'm not, I wasn't seeking it out, you know, like, yeah. cause number one, I knew I did not want to be sending inquiry letters. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. so, yeah. but then also it was like, I don't really necessarily feel like I want to put myself out there more so than I do with the video that I have complete control over. Right. Like in a video, I can like angle things so that I look 
not as heavy, all right? So, <laughs> but you know, I can make myself look good and make sure the lighting like blurs out my imperfections, but like in real life, and can see all of my makeup that's kicked on right now. You know what I mean? Like you're, that's more vulnerable. You're gorgeous, so shush. You're like, I don't know. I know. I so, know uh, <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> I talked to some people about what they think your goal is. And I would say too, you know, what's really funny for me, like manifesting this job when I was growing up, so many people who like knew me very well, always said, like, I think you're going to run your own business one day. Like people that I like legitimately like, like knew me. And I was always like, no, I'm not. I'm going to have like a corner office and be like a lawyer or a doctor or something like that. Like I had my idea in my head, but people who knew me and knew my personality were like, no, you are going to be someone who works from home. Like that's what you need. Yeah. That's a good idea then. Like asking someone else, like, dude, you've been talking about this forever, Ever. but you're right. not doing it Because everyone anything. always knows, like other people know, the people who know you the most know what it is that you're obsessed with, but that you're like denying. They're just like being too nice to like tell you like, shut up about it or do it already. Like, <laughs> you know, like they're just being too nice because they love you. So but define they know. that. So define. Find out who, like that out, talk Liz. to them about that. And then what do you do? What would you do once you do find that thing? Do you just start talking about it? I would, I would choose, I mean, you could start, I would say, if you haven't started doing it already, you may want to do a few little bit of work to understand what your block has been, right? So for me, for a long time, I convinced myself that I didn't want to do public speaking things, but it was probably mostly due to my weight, you know, like realistically, right? right? Because public speaking is something I do amazingly. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I have no problem speaking in public. Like you could put for me sure. in front of a room like Oscars. I'm no ready problem. to accept. Yeah, no problem. Like I don't get yep. nervous in front of people. So why was I like blocking it? You know, because I maybe didn't feel like I was comfortable revealing myself in public, you know? And so that was, you know, again, it kind of worked itself out naturally for me right. that I was like, okay, this is, you have to get this done. Like, this is the last thing on your to-do list that like, literally, like once you lose the weight, you will become perfect and you'll become superhuman and can now take over the world. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> I'm coming. Lex <laughs> Alexis, everyone. <laughs> so, you know, it's, but that was it. It was like, it, I would be unstoppable if I felt like fully comfortable walking into any room, knowing that I was, you know, didn't need to be like the most gorgeous person in the room, mm -hmm. but that I knew I was intelligent and knew I could speak publicly very well. And yeah. that as long as I felt like I was a, we'll say a marketable look, that's what I was saying is that I didn't feel like I was a marketable look before. Now I'm marketable. You could put me on a billboard. And that's happening. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I don't, I don't Maybe know. Maybe at some point. Honestly, that's like honestly the the billboards here in LA oh, yeah, you are know very what? disturbing. You know what? I would be on a billboard because it would be like, come see Alexis like three day event. You're right. Yeah. I'm going to be on the billboard. <laughs> and called it. How did you see into the future like Co -creating that? Co-creating. You know. Right so here. so okay. So figure out what that thing is. Is yep. By then, figuring out what that thing you obsess about is that you never actually do, or the yeah. thing you always complain about, something that irks you about other people. It normally irks you probably because you want it, like you're right. secretly jealous and you've suppressed That's that. That's the really thing to put your energy towards. I think. Yeah, like, figuring out what that is and, and then, then figuring, figuring out what the blocks were. Like, right. you know, and talking to other people, I think is a good way to do that. Journaling about it and journaling about what your fears would be. If you like, imagine like you've, you've done this like prompt mm -hmm. for journal, the, the future journaling yes. and the future writing, you know, that's, things like that can really help open your eyes to what it is that you are afraid of. Right. getting what you want. A lot of people are afraid of getting what you want. You are not alone. If yeah. you have like this secret desire to do something and because we think something, it. we think something bad could come of that thing that we're, that we want yeah. desperately. Yeah. So, you know, it's not unusual. You're not alone. Like it's like the most common thing ever. So, um, figure it out and then set the intention, Yeah. figure out what the intention is more. I think, the, you know, the thing about law of attraction and like, you know, principles of vibration and things like that is you just have to be open to receiving and staying in the water. Like for me, I'm just in the water. I'm in the river and I'm floating along. Right. Like I don't really know where we're going and I'm open to that. And that was right. how my business was born. And I, I told you before right. when we first started talking, like, like, you know, people say, what is your plan for your business? I don't know. Like I didn't know. I didn't have a year plan. I didn't have a three year or five year right. plan for my business was going to go. We're just doing this. Now. I just doing this now and I'm having fun with it. And because I'm having fun and joking and laughing, my vibration is high. And so the universe is delivering me people who can help me along my journey right. and I can help them along their journey and bada bing, bada boom, the waters change. And Oh, look, I'm in a different river now. Like, you know, like, right. And okay, well, I think I'm just going with it. Point of what you said though, about um, being, I think being around people is a great, you know, surrounding yourself with people. Well, surrounding, who, that's another principle, you guys. Okay. Of vibration is that, you know, 
the idea of like attracts like, but there also is the idea that your energy, um, you are like, you've heard probably maybe you've heard the quote, like you're an amalgamation of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you are with other empowering girl boss people, like then your business, I think it's not a, I think that it's no, no uh, coincidence that, and there is no coincidence, but like, right. there's no coincidence that the year I met you, my business really took off. And it was one of the reasons was not just that I had your help, but also that I was opening myself up to talking to other people where for the last, like the previous, like eight months, I was literally a hermit in my house. Right. So I was like, I was making friends within the online business community in different ways. And that was definitely like, you know, well, I think that's a really common thing you're talking about yeah. too. It's like the experience of working online is very, very isolating. Yep. And there's no energy there. Yeah, there's no energy. You know, but so when you, you have really, a friend that you're like that you can boxing with, what was it? Vo Sky what was it? What do we? Voxer. Voxer. We said and you could get on Skype for three hours, like, and laugh your butts off. You're gonna laugh. Like within the last six months, I canceled my Voxer. I didn't even know I was still paying for it. Oh my god! I still use it. I don't. My girl Andrea and I talk to each other. Hey, Andrea, if you're there. I, I, I was are. like, how do I cancel my subscription? I thought like deleting the app did it like two years ago. But nah, clearly not. Clearly not. Paying for, paying for it. They invested uh, that money from you. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they we know, got her. We know she's not going to know. Um, so, so okay. So then when, once you set that intention mm -hmm. and you surround yourself, you know, with people who mm -hmm. can keep that intention and your energy, yep. your vibration high. Yep. Then you just have to kind of go with the flow. And go with the flow. Going the, with the flow might mean you have to take some, you know, real world steps. There might yeah. be some things you have to do. But you don't have to kind of go so far. Yeah. I mean, I will say like for the last like 30 days, I've done like the most work I feel like I've actually ever done. Like in terms of like, I've constantly had like a stream of interviews and tasks that I've had to do for this. But, like it's been like opportunities that have but just you didn't, fallen. You didn't even need to think about what the tasks were. No, I didn't Alexia have to. They were, message oh, she's always, yeah. Alexia would just be my... She would just be like in the morning, like, thank heavens I live on the East Coast and she lives on the West Coast because I had three hours in the morning to do my own thing before <laughs> my to-do list for the day came in. And yes, that was counterintuitive to my passive income approach, but it's not counterintuitive now to the idea that like, I really, because I want this new thing, it means that I am stepping out as a thought leader and like being someone who's going to be, you know, speaking publicly mm -hmm. and having a documentary, like it means putting myself out there right. in a different way. and means that I'm going to have to be doing some different work. Does it mean I'm going to have to do it constantly? No, this is a, I would consider this a season. Like we're going to get through this. There's going to be a little bit of work that's like extra, you know, that I wasn't necessarily anticipating, but it's, it's going to go towards the raising my, the awareness of me in this message. And it's going to, you know, make all the women, on the planet, just like so much more productive and less stressed out. So what I want to say, because it, it's 430, I'm noticing the time. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the Kickstarter and I'll make sure to put any links that like yeah. to this Kickstarter because it it does start. Yeah. So actually right now what we're doing, if you go to www.productivityalchemist.com and Anne's going to put it in the in the comments, but also probably in the notes if you're watching the replay. Um <laughs> That is going to be the link that's always going to lead you guys to whatever is relevant about the documentary. So right now we have a thunderclap going on, which is basically a um, it's like a web app that helps people to spread a message to trying to get things trending. So if we hit 100 backers, which we're pretty close to it um, by Tuesday, um, basically what will happen is. Just checking spelling here. Yep, that looks right. Um, just in case. Basically, if we get the backing of the minimum number of people that we want, you're signing up just to support. So like with a Twitter or with a Facebook page or a Facebook group. And what will happen is if we hit the minimum, which we absolutely will because we're so close anyway, um, it'll automatically tweet out or post on your Facebook our message. And you'll be able to see you can see the message on that website. So you can see like what's posting. But basically, you don't have to remember. To yeah, post you don't something. have to do anything. You're you don't have to do anything. Click, it's just that you're going to it's basically setting things up. It's like pre-writing an email pre-scheduling yeah. a tweet. That's basically what you're doing, you just but click, it they're doing it for it, you. Done. So the more people who can do that and like add to that, that means that's going to kind of add a thunderous, I guess, applause for when we go live on March 13th um, is when my, is my birthday, Anne's birthday and the Kickstarter <laughs> launches. And then literally you can go to that website again, productivity alchemist, and it'll redirect you to that page and you can donate. 
you and you can, can learn you can more help. about the project. You can learn more about the project. You can learn, you can, you can, you know, donate and you will get um, rewards. We've got like a bunch of like really fun rewards oh, cool. and stuff. Oh, you have, I didn't know that. There's planners involved. Oh my gosh. A physical charmed life planner. What? Sorry. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> my what? voice goes up an octave. What? When you say planners. <laughs> and listen. And it's like perked up. What, planners? Oh. I didn't know oh. planner. It's like I was planning to give money anyway, but you know. But seriously. Definitely. Yeah. What gets me a planner? So yeah, there's different experiences and things that you can get as a reward to kind of, you know, yeah. To help add to this experience. And then you're joining along with us and you're manifesting it for us, with us. So if nothing else, you're going to be co-creating this entire movie. Absolutely. And that's exactly what it is. Crowdfunding is in so many ways, like manifesting, co-creating. It's what it is. It's, It's like, if this message resonates with you, if you feel like more people need to know this. If you feel like you know or are a woman who is incredibly overwhelmed by expectations and is like desperate for like, what is the thing that's just going to give me a break, right? Yeah. It's this. It's this. So fund it. There's rewards at like every level, you know? So yeah. And I'll make sure I'll make sure that I tell you guys more about that. And maybe we'll maybe we'll do another one. Yeah, we'll probably do. You know, I'll be here for a few weeks. She's here for a couple weeks. So I live in L.A. now. Yeah. (laughs) Don't manifest that. I know. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to. Yeah, I like seasons. (laughs) I like trees and snow, even though it's blizzarding at my house right now. OMG. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you didn't watch, make sure you head over to ansamoylove.com forward slash 175. Also, If you listen the whole way through, I want you to really go over and check out the productivityalchemist.com. There's no the, it's just productivityalchemist.com. And you're going to see all about this Kickstarter for the documentary that Alexis is doing with one of my students, Alexia Anastasio. So that's it for today. If you like this episode, I want to hear from you. If you want me to do more live interviews, especially because I live in Los Angeles, people come here. It's easy to get together with people. Let's do this then. Okay. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye-bye.